Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Greenlights, an autobiography by Matthew McConaughey. This book is an account of stories and insights of his life. It is a collection of entries from his diaries about his personal experiences, about people in his life and those he has met, and about places he has been to. The author of this book is Matthew McConaughey, an American Academy Award-winning actor who has featured in multiple high-grossing films like Dallas Buyers Club, Interstellar, Free State of Jones, and Wolf of Wall Street among many other critically acclaimed movies. He is the co-founder of J.K. Livin Foundation, a professor of practice, as well as, Minister of Culture for the University of Texas and the City of Austin, and a brand ambassador for the Lincoln Motor Company. We all associate the word green light to traffic light, when we have the way of passage on the road. It tells us that it is okay to move on from where we had stopped. In Matthew's book, green lights have the same conception, they are an affirmation of our way, telling us that we are on the right track to getting what we want. Using green lights as a metaphor to life experiences that push us forward, the author teaches us about values on conviction, resilience, and responsibility. He uses stories from his life to share with us lessons he has learned and how we can live a fulfilling life as he does. There have been many positive reviews about this book. The Guardian classified the book as one of the best books of the year. The Texas Monthly describes it as a delightful surprise, full of stories that haven't been shared on the late-night talk shows. USA Today reviewed the book, by saying McConaughey's own story is arguably more interesting than any character he has embodies on the silver screen. To uncover the major points of this book, we will divide it into three parts. Part 1, Matthew's Early Years. Part 2, Catching Green Lights in a World Full of Red Lights. Part 3, Living a Fulfilling Life. Part 1, Matthew's Early Years. Matthew McConaughey is the son of a pipe salesman called Jim McConaughey. Jim was a disciplinarian who ensured that his sons, Matthew and his brothers Michael and Pat, understood who the man of the house was. Matthew's family was religious, though not particularly pious. His parents taught him and his brothers not to hate. They encouraged them to never believe they were not capable of achieving something. They taught them to stand up for themselves, but most importantly, they taught them never to lie. Strict as their parents were, Matthew and his brothers were never left to feel unloved. As he writes in the book, there was nothing fictitious about the love, though. The love was real. Bloody sometimes, but never in question. As a youngster, Matthew learned about different values from his parents. His mother, who had beaten two types of cancer, taught him about resilience and audacious existentialism. She pushed him to do things that boosted his confidence and encouraged him to be adventurous and to try new things. It was her that convinced him to enroll in the exchange program that changed the way he saw life. While Matthew's mother taught him to be persistent and adventurous, his father, Jim, taught him about consequence and responsibility. Jim was a man who operated on common sense. He valued loyalty, work ethics, and humility. He believed in making enough money to take care of your family. Matthew looked up to his father, he cherished every moment he got to spend with him. Jim had many values to teach his sons, but the most important among them are, stand up for yourself even when you are wrong, and for whatever reason, never tell a lie. So when Matthew eventually lied to him about a stolen pizza, Jim couldn't contain his anger and whipped Matthew. Matthew once stole a pizza from a pizza place. 
His father was informed and when Matthew came home that day, he asked him about the pizza. Matthew denied knowing anything about it. Jim asked again, giving him the opportunity to come clean. Again, Matthew lied and Jim struck him out of anger. It was never about the pizza, Jim had stolen many pizzas before. This was about Matthew lying to him. In the book, Matthew wrote, I lied to him, and it broke his heart. When Matthew was done with high school, he wasn't sure about what he wanted to do next. So his mother, noticing how much he enjoyed traveling, asked if he would be interested in being an exchange student for one year. It sounded so adventurous that Matthew decided that was what he was going to do. That was the decision that led to him to have experiences that changed the way he saw and approached life. There were two countries available when Matthew inquired for the exchange program at the local Rotary Club, Sweden, and Australia. Taken by the idea of the beaches, surfing, and the fact that it was an English-speaking country, Matthew picked Australia. There, he was to live with the Dooley family. The Dooley family comprised of Norval, the husband, Marjorie, the wife, Michael, the son, and Meredith, his girlfriend. They were a family who, to the disappointment of Matthew, did not live in, like he had been convinced before, the outskirt of Sydney, but in a small town, three-hour drive away from Sydney, with a population of just over 300 people, they were a strict family, even a crazy one in some senses. While Matthew's mother taught him what resilience meant, the Dooleys taught Matthew how to be resilient, not in a conventional way, but in a way that he had to endure all their antics and controlling. First, they tried to dictate how Matthew should speak even when he didn't use profanities, and then they tried to force him to kiss Meredith at a family gathering. Matthew was able to endure all that until Norval and Marjorie tried to force him to refer to them as Mom and Pop. Despite their insistence, Matthew declined. His parents had taught him to be true to himself and he was not comfortable with calling other guardians Mom and Pop, especially while his parents were still alive. Relating to the ordeal in his book, Matthew wrote alone in this foreign country, on my own in this uncomfortable world, I took responsibility for who I was and what I believed in. The Dooleys had appeared to be nice and loving people, when in fact they were manipulative and controlling. But this adversity successfully cultivated resistance within Matthew. While Matthew's stay with the Dooleys was a torturous experience, it became one of the most important sacrifices of his life. Before Australia, Matthew barely had any reflection about his life, but staying with the Dooleys pushed him to look deeper within himself to reflect on what was happening around him. The six months he spent with the Dooleys made him appreciate his life back in Texas. There, he had no curfew, he had freedom, he had straight A's, and he had a family he could count on. But in Australia, he had little freedom, he had a curfew, he lived with an awful family, and he was alone without any family member to confide in. This experience helped Matthew to be self-reliant, it helped him build self-confidence, and it taught him not to have high expectations. That one year in Australia changed Matthew from the naive youngster he was in Texas, barely having any responsibilities, to someone who could stand for himself and deal with his personal problems. Living in Australia taught him how to deal with the inevitable, and how to get relative to the circumstance he couldn't change. Matthew sums it up best in these following words, it was a year that shaped who I am today. See, despite his ordeal with the Dooleys, Matthew could not return home because he had given his words to the local Rotary Club back in Texas. This meant that his stay in Australia was inevitable. He needed to find a way to change his circumstances, he needed to catch a green light that will make the rest of his stay a bit more enjoyable. So he hatched a plan. On one particular afternoon, 
Matthew visited Mr. Harris Stewart, the president of the local Rotary Club in the community and politely asked if there was another family that was willing to take him in. Mr. Harris asked if he was experiencing any problems with the Dooleys, and Matthew said no. That he just wanted to experience what it would be like to live with another family. This was actually the second time Matthew had made the effort to make his stay in Australia to be a bit more comfortable. The first situation was when he had problems with the school he attended. When Matthew started going to classes, he realized most of the things they taught, he had already learned in America, so he wasn't learning anything new. The only class he enjoyed was the English class and he thought it was an opportunity for him to create creatively. Whenever he tried, he received bad grades. Since he wasn't allowed to be creative either, he began to skip the classes and just spend time in the library. Eventually, the principal of the school suggested that Matthew should instead enroll in their work experience program where he would not get paid but would get school credits in exchange for his service. Seeing this as a green light, Matthew agreed. By working, he was going to gain experience, which was better than waiting for the classes to catch up to what he had already learned. About four months into staying in Australia, Matthew had already worked six jobs, first as a bank teller, then a boat mechanic, a photo processor, a barrister's assistant, a construction worker, and an assistant golf pro. He enjoyed each of them. He felt refreshing and became friends with his colleagues, having lunch and enjoying some beer together. Through these experiences, Matthew was able to get relative to the inevitable. Since his circumstance was inevitable, he was going to adapt. Matthew understood that fighting the inevitable was unproductive, it will not help us find green lights. But when we give ourselves the chance to change or make adjustments to our lives, we get to find that every situation has a positive side to it, and that we can find green lights in situations that are full of red lights. While as a youngster his parents taught him to never lie, to be confident, and to stand up for himself, it was in Australia that he began to truly apply and stand by these values. It started his journey of understanding the importance of catching green lights, rather than focusing on the limitations caused by red lights. Like Matthew, we all have our realities and our values, and they have been tested with one red light or the other. Some of us are lucky enough to catch green lights when the opportunities present themselves. Others tend to dwell too much on the red lights and how they stop us from moving from one place to the other. We let ourselves be grounded by the circumstance that we cannot change. But, we too must learn to adapt to our circumstances, just like Matthew did in Australia. We must learn to move from the places we find ourselves stuck, to the places where we can thrive. We must learn to catch green lights in places that are full of red lights. That's what we have to cover on this part of the bookie. We discussed about the early life of Matthew. We then talked about how he traveled to Australia as an exchange student and how his experiences there changed him into the man he is today. Finally, we talked about how he adapted to the inevitable when he realized he couldn't go back to Texas before finishing his exchange program. Now let us move to the second part of this bookie, where we will discuss Matthew's guide on how to catch green lights in a world full of red lights. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.